Hey, I'm Mike Conway with Retail Intel. Today is Thursday, March 15th, and it's a big day. Not only is it the first day of the NCAA basketball tournament, but I also just landed in Washington, D.C. I'm on my way to Lorton, Virginia, where Five Guys Burgers is headquartered. Ryan Mitzel and I have a portfolio review lined up with the team. Also have the opportunity to interview the head of real estate and third employee for Five Guys. I like to call him the legend, Jeff Rubino. Before we jump into the interview, a quick background on the burger industry. Trivia question. How many hamburgers are sold annually in the U.S.? What is 40 billion is the correct answer. That's somewhere between shocking and disturbing. We obviously love our burgers. White Castle started the burger craze out of Wichita, Kansas in the 1920s to service the demands of the middle class and need for mass-produced affordable food throughout the Midwest. McDonald's and In-N-Out followed on the West Coast in the 1940s and many, many, many more followed throughout the years. The industry remained steady and in 1986, a financial advisor from Washington, D.C., Jerry Morrell, simply wanted to do something different and made an unusual offer to his four sons. He told them, you can either go to college or we can start a business together. The business route won and they opened a very modest carryout burger joint for $35,000 called Five Guys. It was in a tiny sliver of a space with no visibility at Westmont Shopping Center in Arlington, Virginia. Instead of focusing on fast food, which was the trend at the time, they spent years perfecting the menu with a focus on quality ingredients and made-to-order burgers, just like they are today. They found the baker for their buns, Brenner's Bakery, in the same shopping center. They were neighbors and their co-tenants, and they exclusively use them to this day. They only use fresh, hand-formed patties and only buy potatoes for the fries from one source in Idaho, just like they do today. A fifth brother was born, and as their family grew, so did their business. They did zero marketing and relied 100% on word of mouth. They perfected their family business of restaurants and opened five more locations over the next 17 years and developed a cult-like following. Sales were way beyond expectations and they were consistently voted best burger in the region. The Suns knew they were onto something big and finally convinced Jerry to try franchising. In 2003, they hired former Washington Redskins kicker, Mark Mosley, who was in franchising at Fransmart to test the market interest level. They sold over 300 territories, which is essentially the entire United States in the first 24 months, which is absolutely unheard of. Today, they have over 1,500 locations worldwide with steady growth year after year. Let's jump into the interview and hear from the head of real estate for Five Guys, Jeff Rubino. He's been there every step of the way. Awesome, Mike, thanks for having me once again. Glad to do it. Yeah, you touched on it. So I was the third employee that Five Guys hired when they started franchising in October of 2004. I was actually transitioning between jobs and it was really cool that I was just working at a bar in Alexandria, Virginia. <laughs> and one of my, I was running the place and one of my servers said to me, uh, hey man, I need to put in my two weeks. I'm gonna go uh, work with Five Guys. I said, oh, what's Five Guys? He said, well, it's a you know, burger chain. I said, oh, great. What are you going to do? He said, well, I'm going to be a district manager. And I said, well, what do you know about being a district manager? He said, nothing, but they're looking for one more guy. <laughs> so I said, awesome, you know, let, let me talk to him. And uh, Six guys. Six guys, right, yeah. And so he says, um, but I'm going to be working with Mark Mosley. And I said, oh, that old tight end? And not being from D.C., I didn't realize what I had said to him that made him look like I had three eyes. Of course, Mark Mosley was a um, MVP kicker for the Redskins. 
and not from being around DC. I did not know that. But yeah, it's a great story that Jerry, uh, Jerry, the owner and founder of Five Guys, the father of the five sons, um, partnered up with Mark Mosley back in uh, right around 2003, beginning of 2004. And uh, they became friends. And Jerry was just starting out wanting to franchise his restaurants. And Mark said, hey, I can sell them for you. So they hung out, they got a couple plans together, and uh, Jerry and Mark would go to the Redskins games together. And Jerry would wear his Five Guys shirt, and Mark would wear his Redskins shirt, and Jerry got more publicity than Mark got. People loved Five Guys back in there. And Great, so how many, how many stores did they have at the time? How many locations? Back then we had seven, working on the eighth. So that's kind of how they got started in franchising. And I know that Jerry had once said that he was nervous about franchising because it was like herding cats. He wanted to keep it for himself, build, you know, 10 to 14 restaurants, give his kids some money and be done with it. Um, but his second oldest son went to the bookstore and bought Franchising for Dummies and handed him the book and said, we can do this. <laughs> and lo and behold, Mark start, started selling and uh, we had over 100 franchisees within about 18 months. That is insane. Yeah. Holy cow. So before we jump into that, I would love sure. to hear. So, I mean, the one thing that really, in my opinion, just having you know read about Five Guys and the, the little research that I've done, I've, I've really picked up on the fact that being here at your corporate headquarters, I mean, it's truly a family business. And that still rings true today. And I, I don't think, you know, it's really unique. And I'm not sure, you know, the rest of the world knows that. It's truly a family business. It's Jerry Morell and his sons. And they it's a private company. And they still run the show along with you, of course, and some other folks. But yeah. tell me a little bit about that. So you're 100% right. It's uh, still a privately held company, family owned. You're here in the corporate office on any given Tuesday around 1 o'clock. You'll see at least four or five of the sons here at the board meeting, along with actually still Mark, a few of our vice presidents and our CFO and our COO, and they, uh, they're they still very much part of it, want to continue to be a part of it, want to keep it a family company for their family, for their kids, for their kids' kids. I think we're happy being a family company that is now international, as you know, that started up with eight stores and now have well over 1,500. So, I mean, take me back, back in the day, 2000. So 2000, up until what, 2003 or four, right, there was 2004, seven, yep. eight stores. So when did they start? So it started in 1986 in uh, the first store in Arlington, Virginia. And the first hour that they opened, two customers came in and they started getting nervous. And then uh, it was like floodgates. And it was, it was almost magical. Just people came and the word of mouth advertising spread like wildfire. And I mean, describe their first location. I've seen pictures. You, you have you guys can, <laughs> yes. We'll post some, uh, some pictures of it, but it, it, it's pretty comical. But I mean, it was a tiny sliver. It's comical, and uh, you know, in the real estate world, we call it the elbow of the shopping center. It probably doesn't get any worse when you're looking for sites. Um, I believe it was probably right around 800 or 900 square feet, no seats. Um, they used no visibility. No visibility. Um, slapped up a sign. Uh, I don't think there was professional food grade equipment. I think they were using crock pots and uh, literally a, a flat iron grill that they probably bought used. No uniforms. And uh, just started cooking, hoping people would come in. <laughs> well, and it, it worked. Yeah, it, it worked. It, it, it sh it sh I mean, it, it's true. It shows if you, if you have a good product that you believe in, I mean, 
sometimes that's all it takes. Well, quality. It's all about the food. We have two things that we say it's about the food and it's about the crew. The rest of it will, you know, will come along. We can we can pick great sites. We can have great procurement, secure good prices, whatever it takes. But if you don't have the food and you don't have the crew, you don't have anything. So I would appreciate it. I know a little bit about it, but I appreciate you telling me just in your words, the, uh, the story, the founding yeah. story. I mean, as the story goes, it's been told to me probably 50 times and ingrained in my head. And, and not because I, I needed to, it's because I love hearing the story as, as you would having, you know, hearing a story from your own grandfather. Jerry was in Michigan back in the 70s, and he used to go to the one and only burger shop in his little small town that a guy had made just great burgers, and he, you know, he would scrape up the money, and his mom would let him go there once a month or once a week, whatever it was, and he got this burger, and he said, you know, I would love to be able to recreate this in my life. You know, the guy seemed happy. He had his little cat. They'd serve burgers, and everyone was happy. And Jerry's mom said to him, you know, if you can serve customer good food or give a good haircut, you can make it in this life. <laughs> so that's what I he did. So he, uh, he moved here to Virginia for his job. Keep it simple. Yeah, Keep yeah. it simple. Keep it simple, right. I love it. Oh, I mean, that's he, obvious. That's the other piece that sticks out you know, with oh, your company awesome. culture. It's, it's a very simple menu that we're all familiar with, um, but it's it's true. So you guys, have you, you do one thing really well and you, you've blown it out across the world. So that's absolutely very cool. No, you're right. Keep it simple and just focus on that quality. So when Jerry moved to Virginia, he had enough money to send his sons to college or start a business and they opted out for the business. And uh, they practiced probably for a year in their house here in Virginia and fiddled with different recipes and how to how to cook the fries and how to how they were going to cook the burger and they when they put their original location in happened to be next door to a local baker and the local baker would provide them with the bread so they were in a traditional strip center right traditional strip center and their neighbor their, their co-tenant <laughs> was the baker <laughs> his name is Randy and he still works for us today wow and um he had a recipe that is still proprietary to us that does not have preservatives and is very protected. And he still flies around not only the country, around the world, teaching other bakers how to make our bread. And that's our proprietary item. I mean, you could get the meat or the fries. Well, our fries are very, yeah, very special, as you know. They come from Idaho and above the 42nd parallel from our grower, who we still only have a handshake deal with. There's no contracts, and he he was loyal to us, and we're loyal to him, and now we're both successful. That's great. Yeah, yeah. The it's the it is it's true. I mean, the whole it's like the keep it simple model. It, and the other thing is is like don't overthink it, and stick to what you know. And oh, Mike, we've been well. Now we're in forty nine states, and every state we've been to, they always franchisees always say. Well, you don't know what it's like to be in Cincinnati. We have to add chili. Well, you don't know what it's like to be in Wilmington. You have to add sauerkraut. Or you don't know what it's like to be in Pittsburgh. You have to have ranch sauce. And everywhere we've went, we've stuck to our guns, and it's worked. And yeah, and, and the franchisees, they're flabbergasted because they said, you guys will never make it here. We're not going to be successful. And uh, here we are, 1,489 stores later. You were the number three employee uh, aside from the family. Correct. Okay. So, you know, I knew it was special when I interviewed 
And the interview lasted about seven. Well, did you have a real estate background? I did not. Okay. I was in operations. For a retailer or no? For restaurants. I was in restaurants my whole life. I worked in family restaurants and mostly privately owned restaurants. And I worked for Sheridan in food and beverage and I worked my way up. But when I came here, uh, actually great story. My wife said, if you take that job, you're crazy. And I said, there's something about this company or something about that guy that I really like. So who'd you interview with? Jerry, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally seven and a half minutes. And he said, so uh, you want the job or what? <laughs> At the end of the interview, and I said, I think so, but I gotta talk to my wife first. Right. He said, yeah, you probably wanna do that. So you want the job or what? I real, instantly real knew I wanted the job. <laughs> yes. You know, there was questions. Well, back then there was no, <laughs> you know, cell phone uh, and that's, kind of, that's how old I am. Um, but you know, there was questions. What do I get for mileage? What's the insurance package? And I didn't ask any of them. And when I came home, my wife said, what's going on? And I said, it's not that kind of company. What do I get for mileage? <laughs> yeah. She said, well, I think you're crazy for taking it. I said, no, there's something about these guys. There was just something magical about it. And so anyway, um, you know, I started out as a, a district manager in operations. I opened up store number 18. And Five Guys is also a great company because they have internal internship programs. And I was interested in real estate four years ago. So they put me in real estate for six months and uh, it caught on and I loved it and I became good at it. And uh, the, the director at the time wanted to leave. So I came as an interim director of real estate. I, I didn't know what an LOI was. And four this years is later, four years ago, now I'm the vice president no of real estate. No <laughs> you did it. No. This is great. Yeah. So um, you know, they they probably interviewed 17 different people to take my position as director, and uh, the COO had faith in me, and he knew that I could handle it, and I knew, you know, obviously knew the Five Guys culture, learned the culture of, of real estate, went to a few classes, and here I am now, vice president. <laughs> That's great. All right, so I guess that's a great segue into your favorite memories, favorite deals, most memorable deals, anything that stands out over the last 13, 14 years since, since you've been here. I'll be honest with you, I love the real estate side so much that I really, I love every deal. I try and put my finger on all of them. Obviously, I can't do all of them. Um, as you know, we're going into our flagship initiative, which started when we were at ICSC in New York last year. I'm proud to say that we are now almost at least in two of probably the biggest flagship stores that we can think of in North America, one in Times Square and of course one on Las Vegas Boulevard. And I'm proud of that. I love that. That hopefully will be my biggest memory as employee here at Five Guys is putting together those deals, getting our name out there on a 70 foot high sign in the middle of Broadway. Um, you know, to go from that, that elbow in that little shopping center in Virginia to now being on Las Vegas Boulevard across from the Bellagio and, ha and, and be in Times Square, it's been special. It really has. And, um, and I love every deal that I've done since then, and I'll continue to love every deal I will do after that. You know, we love being in Chicago. We love being in Florida. We love being in California. We're, we're all over. And I... I would have never seen half of this country if it wasn't for this great company. Those are great stories. Yeah. And, I mean, I saw the pictures of both, well, of Times Square. It looks absolutely amazing. Yeah. So 
Great job there. I can't wait to check it out next year at the ICSC. Yes, Hopefully sir. It will be yeah, that would be awesome. You know, I mean, in the real estate world in general, you know, we're all over the country, you know, seeing the different trends that are happening, a lot of food, food trends are popping up. Um, are you concerned at all with oversaturation in your category? Uh, if you would have asked me that question in 2010, I would have said, yes, I'm very concerned. You know, obviously the likes of a Shake Shack or a Burger Fi or any one of those better casual burgers in my mind, back then, I was nervous, and I probably shouldn't have been because I know that this great company would have helped me see the light. Everyone tried to recreate what we did burger-wise, which is easy to do. Anyone can cook a burger. But we, like we talked about earlier, you can't recreate our culture. We have employees that have been here longer than me that are still cooking burgers to this day, and they love it. They're dedicated to the family. We're dedicated to our communities. We're dedicated to our customers. And if you, you have that food and that quality with that kind of customer service, quality burger, great people. Let's talk about the actual real estate. So All right, let's see. Yeah, I love give real me, estate. <laughs> give me the sweet spot. What are you looking at these days? And, and what, where, what are your growth plans? All right, so I am definitely still excited about our growth i would like to double the amount of stores sure, we have. How, how many stores okay so we basically have 1500 right now i want to do another 1500 and how i'm going to get there is i want to do 100 a year uh, we'll probably have that 60 percent franchise 40 percent corporate stores again i think there's a lot of markets out there that are untapped that we haven't really penetrated that we definitely can you can still go to Los Angeles right now on, or anywhere on the West Coast for that matter and we'll open a new store and people will think we're a barber shop. They're still not, even with social media, even way, with the way that every, you know websites and everything else go, they still not really understand what we are. So for us, it's, it's gold because then they get to walk in, they hear the rock and roll music, they get to eat the peanuts, they get that big juicy burger and, and they're saying, okay. This is, this is different than In-N-Out, or this is different than Burger, who, who we also respect. We love Shake Shack, we love In-N-Out. We do well when we're near them. So for us to be another player when we get into those markets that people still don't know where we're at, it's great for us. So, and it helps us back here too in the East Coast because we're getting ready to renovate some stores. We're getting ready to do some relocations where we've made mistakes. And you know, so what's that sweet spot? It's you know, it's still for us that 2,500 square foot end cap with a great anchor. You know, we love to be with the variety of food that's out there right now, Mike, with the casual segment. I mean, you could put a Chick-fil-A, a Five Guys, a Chipotle, and a salad concept, and everyone can go to that center and get, uh, you know, you can bring a whole family and everyone can get what they want. You can bring the whole office for lunch and everyone can get what they want. Do you have a specific center type that you're looking at? We search for any of them. We, we love to be grocery anchored. We, we love, you know, the lifestyle centers are now, of course, becoming hot again. So we love that. Um, being close to some of these new, really great cinemas where they're doing their thing, help us at nighttime and weekends where we're not as strong as we are during our lunch crowds. We're looking at some more urban markets and some downtown sites. And um, we're going outside the box a little bit, you know, in some airports and some malls. And, um, you know, I, I think anything's on the table. 
if people want to come and get a great burger, I'll put a store there for them to come get it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So best way to submit a site, whether you're you know Phillips Edison or any other landlord out right. there, what's the best way to submit a site? Best way to submit a site is directly through me. And I know I'll put my phone number out there. If you want. I love it. I, t- I look at every email. I take every voicemail. Jeff I take Rubino. every text. Is it Jay Rubino? It's Jay Rubino at fiveguys.com. Anyone listening is. wants there to put a site out there and I get it to the right person. Because, you know, let's face it, it's going to come back to me anyway. <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I love the information. I love the time that we've spent here today. Thank you so much for having us. And look, I mean, I didn't know this was this is news to me. The the road to another fifteen hundred stores um, is what I'm going to keep an eye on, and hopefully, we can help you along the way. So, I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, Mike, you guys have been a great partner. We'll uh, look forward to more in the future. All right, thanks, All right. Jeff. Thanks. thanks. That's it for Retail Intel from Five Guys Headquarters. Please continue to share and check back for more episodes. If you have any questions for me directly, you can reach me at mconway at philipsedison.com. That's it. We're off to watch some basketball. Thanks.